How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Live from Atlanta, the moment you wait for all week. Your chance to get informed, entertained, and occasionally outraged. Welcome to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And we welcome you aboard. Welcome aboard. Get your day started with us. You have two months until Christmas. In the longest year that God ever, ever thought up. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life. Rocket can. In the longest year that God ever drew up on a whiteboard. Do you think he uses a whiteboard? You think he sits there and plots 2020? And for those of you who are offended, if I mentioned God and I had a long diatribe from a professor on the West Coast last week saying that I was shoving religion down people's throats. Uh, as I said to him on email, sir, I appreciate it. I hope when you get your show, you talk about things that interest you. Yes. Sorry if it offends you. It offends your sensibilities. I don't know if he, if he draws it up, if there is some, you know, I don't know what vision you have of a, of a supreme being. But when he drew up 2020, he really just decided... I'm going to mess with people. I'm going to see what they're made of. And I'm going to see if we can uh, see if we can shake some people up. I hope you've been up to the challenge. I know it has challenged me to entirely different levels. And I'm just glad that we get to hang out every single week here on this show. The John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. And um, got to check out our friends at Rocket Mortgage. They do a great job. Certainty in the home buying process. That's something that everybody needs. Check out my friends at Rocket Mortgage, and I appreciate them being a part of the show. We begin today with more of that uncertainty, right? What makes sense? Two plus two equals four. Three plus three equals six. 
Large payroll is supposed to defeat small payroll every single time. That's what you've been told by the franchises in pro sports that refuse to spend money or that say they can't afford to spend money. You've always been told that they won't be able to compete because the big market teams are always going to win. The Tampa Bay Rays being two wins from a World Series championship, and yes, Dodger fans, I get it. You're two wins away too. But you are the epitome of starting life on third base. Dodger fan, you start life on third base. If making the, if having a team, if having a team, and just walk through this with me, having a team that has a chance to make the postseason every year in baseball, I would say you're starting life on first base. Having a team that is expected to make the postseason, considered one of the favorites in Major League Baseball, you would be starting life on second base. When you are the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox organization, others that have endless bottomless dollars to spend, you are st- and you're also favorites to make the postseason almost every single year. You are starting life on third base. It doesn't get any better than that. And then you've got the Rays, who have my immense admiration. Because one thing that fascinates me as a businessman, and as you know, I love business. I could talk business with you constantly. I enjoy the business end of sports inc- incredibly. What the Tampa Rays have created, and people are now trying to spin it off that the Dodgers are the reason because everything sort of came off the Dodgers organization, the Braves general manager, off the Dodgers organization, even though he really was off the Toronto organization where he was the head man in Alex Anthopoulos, and you heard him on the show a couple weeks ago. I'm always fascinated when someone can take what they've got and really make it work to a maximize every single dollar. Are we budgeting right? Yesterday we went to the outlets. So it was our trip up to the pumpkin patch, get a pumpkin that Olivia and I can carve, and now that we are into her junior year of high school, I will begin to start to cry that uh, our tradition of carving the pumpkin every year is is winding down because she'll be on a college campus, and I don't think she's going to be saying, Dad, Here's what I want to do. I want to go back to Atlanta, and I want to go to the pumpkin patch with you. I don't think that's going to happen. But we are going to have a damn good time doing it while we can. But we went to the, we go to the pumpkin patch, which is way north of Atlanta. Like you know, it's like a, it's like sixty. It's sixty miles from our house. And then on the way back, around fifteen miles back, there are outlets. And no one likes shopping in the outlets more than me, because you see, I'm the Tampa Bay Rays of talk show hosts. You see, I have always lived my life like the Tampa Rays because I have tried to maximize my budget. I've tried to not spend. I've tried to constantly be thinking about balancing out the future. And when you get chicken Caesared, when you get taken to lunch after 20 years and told you don't have a job anymore, a lot of people would be like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Well, thankfully, my tactics have said, okay, you got plenty of time to find your next job. Relax. You got money in the bank because you Tampa Bay raised it. I didn't live like the Dodgers. So we go to the outlet yesterday, and I'm debating whether to, you know, okay, well, what do I need? I need two new pairs of jeans, thankfully. Due to my, by the way, Anthony, 
One more week left. So next Sunday's November 1st. It'll be three months. I sit 25 and a half pounds less than I did on August 1st today. Great job. 25 and a half pounds less. Now, I'm a, a little concerned that this month it's only been like four and a half pounds. But I haven't, and I haven't been like cheating a lot or anything like that. Occasionally I'll have a cheap meal, but, but it's, it's slowed down, but it's still happening. It's still happening, but I'm very happy. I think I'm getting closer to where my body wants to be weight-wise, but I feel great. feel great. Got a new suit. Now, unfortunately, it's a black suit because, uh, and not to be gallows humor, but I needed, a, I, need, I needed to know with my mom situation, I needed to go get a new suit. So I've already gotten the suit. So we go up to the outlet yesterday, and I realized I'm shopping. I shop like I'm the Tampa Rays, and I'm not the Dodgers, but I'm most certainly able to shop like I should be able to shop like the Mets or the Phillies, and I'm sitting and scrutinizing, do I want the two-for-one jeans for 100 bucks? Or do I want the one pair of jeans for 50 bucks? And I ended up with my wife pretty much just texting me from another store at the outlets and just being like, honey, go spend money. Enjoy yourself. Go, go get two pairs of jeans. But that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I'm the Rays. I have a Rays mentality. That's why what the Rays do fascinates me. Because they're doing it better than other people. They're smarter. They're more adept. And last night's wild finish to the game, if you haven't seen it, it was crazy. And I wondered if the Rays' offense just was going to be able to do anything against the Dodgers, and now they find themselves in a best of three with a chance to win a world championship. And honestly, there, there's, I, I will root heavily for the Rays to beat the Dodgers because I'm the Rays. I'm not the Dodgers. I don't live like the Dodgers. I don't just pull the credit card out and say, "Yeah, I'll pay for it another day. Ah, we got money in the bank. Hey, I got money to spend. Let's, let's light cigars with hundreds. I don't. I'm going to root for the Rays. Now, for you folks down in Florida, where the hell are you? Where have you been for this team? And stop it with the BS excuses. How do you not, how does this team not have immense support? And an immense following. And to, oh, it's very hard to get there. Oh, it's very, very difficult to drive over there. Gosh, one thing that I'm assured of, the Rays deserve better. The Rays deserve a hell of a lot better than they're getting. Congratulations. Dodgers and Rays tied at two. Welcome to the party, Big Ten. Glad to have you. Yes. Well, I was on a hayride yesterday morning. I'm thinking, well... Big Ten football starting today. This is strange. Usually teams have got seven games under their belt by the time I take a pumpkin patch ride. By the way, Burt's Farm killing it in North Atlanta. Got to check them out. So welcome to the party, Big Ten. I wonder if Dan Walken of USA Today peered out from under his covers yesterday, peeked out of the blinds. Because I guarantee he hasn't been out of his house in probably seven months. He peeks outside, looks outside. Is it safe? Is it safe yet? Can we actually go outside? As the Big Ten comes back to work, 
We have a definitive answer. Yes. Definitively. The other conferences got it right. And now the Big Ten joins the party. Well, let's be honest. Ohio State joins the party. Ohio State joins the party. We knew this. Oh, I've been saying it for three weeks that I expected Ohio State to show up and, and be immediately. Let me in. College football playoff. Let me in. Let me get enough games under our belt that I can play enough that the college football playoff committee gives me one of those seats at the table. And guess what? If I see, if I see Ohio State play six, seven times, good enough for me. If they play to the level that I expect them to be able to play. But come on. Big Ten's got nothing past Ohio State. Nothing that we're talking about for the college football playoff. Okay? So nothing. Not a disrespect to the... Look, there's, there's some very, very good... There's good teams. There's good teams in the college football playoff discussion. That could be in the marginal discussion of, could they be a dark horse? Yeah. But Ohio State is the team that belongs. They look like they belong. They got to play a little better than they did yesterday, but they look like they belong, and that's exactly what I expected. And to me, again, Justin Fields, young man, played his high school football down here in Atlanta near the studios of 6A to the fan where I broadcast every week. And Justin Fields, to me, his leadership of the student-athletes in the Big Ten his poise and his spokesmanship to attempt to get Big Ten football back. Justin Fields has shown me so much off the field about what kind of a leader and what kind of a gentleman and what kind of a a talent he is. If I'm an NFL team, yes, Trevor Lawrence is the grand prize, right? Grand prize. But with the right mind leading the team, the right system, And Justin Fields, you could be sitting on Willy Wonka's golden ticket. Golden ticket. Because immediately, that young man's a difference maker. And we're going to need the laugh track later, Anthony, on the show. Insert the laugh track because what Penn State did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) They stink! Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. And I've said it before to you that I believe James Franklin is flat out, hands down, no questions asked, the most consistently overrated coach in collegiate sports. Consistently overrated. Bill Self may join him. Bill Self in college, there's no question to me. James Franklin. James Franklin. I I was hearing it when I was up with my mom last week. And it looks like I'll be getting on a plane here at some point, going back up uh, maybe even later today. Uh, I ran into some of my buddies who are Penn State fans. Oh, man. You keep talking about Ohio State. Keep running your mouth. Penn State, baby, in the mix. Penn State. James Franklin, he's just amazing. And I'm like, you realize you sing the same tune to me every year. And what they did yesterday is, yes, it is poor planning. It is failure to communicate. It is lack of institutional control. And God knows we know Penn State knows all about that. Knows all about it. We got so many stories that are absolutely delicious to me today that we're going to get to. So many stories that have 
the human element in them, which much more interests me than sometimes the X's and O's. If you want an X's and O's show, you pick the wrong spot. And you know that by now if you listen to this show. Um, X's and O's talk. We don't get into the X's and O's. I love the human element. I love failure. I love success. I love people overcoming challenges. I love internal drama. And we've got it all. It's like a, it's like a general hospital script in front of me today that I'm going to have available for you. And our toll-free line is 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I will leave the phone lines open for you all day today so we can have a chance to chat. And it's sponsored by GEICO. If you want to know what's really scary, seeing how much you could have been saving on car insurance by switching to GEICO will tell you, why have I been spending so much for so long? It's going to keep you up at night. Just, Just look, make the switch to GEICO, and you can start saving today. And just an update, so many of you kindly have reached out to me about Betty, and you've heard my mom on the show many, many times over the years. Uh, just an update, uh, my mom has been switched to hospice in-house nursing care. So she is getting hospice nursing in her own apartment, and we believe the, uh, we believe the time is running down. And she's telling us that the time is running down. So I don't know uh, how much time she's got. But what I can tell you is this, and I hope this doesn't offend the professor from the West Coast. But guess what? It's the John Kincaid Show, and I'm going to say it anyway, professor, and I hope you tuned in this morning. My mom is uh, an inspiration to me, and she is so strong and so tough. And she absolutely has zero fear of passing on to what she believes is her eternal reward. And I think of all the great things my mom has done for me in my life. Losing my dad, my 16th birthday, losing my father. Uh, I wasn't always the easiest kid to corral. And I think of all the great things she did for me and all the, the, the things that she has helped me as her days wind down. But I, I tell you, This parting gift on the way out the door may be the best of all. A woman of amazing faith, a woman of amazing backbone and amazing strength, who in the face of death is completely fearless. And that gift to her child and my siblings and to others is just a message of the life well lived. And I'm okay. And I've had a lot of people reach out and they're like, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm very okay. And you know why? Because even at her advanced age, she's still looking out for her baby. She's still looking out for her baby, her gray-haired baby. Now, look, he's still studly. Studly. I mean, studly as it comes. But she's still looking out for her baby. And I thank all of you who reached out during the week. You guys are the absolute best. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. I don't like this version of this American coaching icon. Whenever this guy has gotten in his own way a lot, when really he shouldn't, we'll get to it next. It's the John Kincaid Show. Welcome aboard CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. Now you can understand why he constantly got in trouble at school. Class resumes here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. That's what's weird when you go home 
and you visit your hometown and, and you go back and you see people and you see your friends and drive by your grade school. Like I, I was the hotel where I stayed when I was up uh, hanging out with my mom and the one where, by the way, great, great little stop. You can email me. I'll tell you where to where to hit it up in Newtown Square. And so the hotel where I stayed, I had to drive by my grade school and my Catholic parish like uh, a couple times a day. And you look back at the school. Now, the school's much bigger. They they built onto it and everything. It's beautiful. Did a great job. St. Anastasia, great place. But Anthony, when I drive by my grade school, feelings come over me. Like, Memories. Yeah, like feelings come fl- uh, flooding back to me. Usually about Sister Mary of Fatima, my seventh grade nun. Slapping you on the hand with the ruler? She didn't slap with the ruler. No, she went all fists. She just went all. She went fists. backhand. She went the backhand. And this this woman is a was a absolute devotee of the big man upstairs. And how how seventh grade boys, twelve year olds or eleven year olds, whatever I was at the time, uh, whatever she did, the woman was a saint because we tormented her. Yeah, you deserved it. I feel terrible. I feel terrible. We were bad little boys sometimes. And it wasn't only me. I did. T- I told you before, there'd be a test going on. Or we'd be doing a test or something, and she'd be walking up and down the aisles to make sure no one's cheating. And I would, we'd have our heads down, and I would whisper my own name. And I'd go, John. John. And she would proceed to just whack Larry O'Connor on the back of the head. Or <laughs> one of my other classmates saying, leave him alone. Like someone was trying to cheat off me. I was terrible. 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 I was the complete boy. opposite. I was you such were? a little goody two-shoes. We, um, I was the teacher's pet. They all loved me. Oh, did you really? Oh, I was the oh, teacher's man. pet. Every single one of them. We, Father Corkery at Cardinal O'Hara High School. So go, to, so go to my mom's apartment. I would go by my high school, too, where I am in the Hall of Fame. And uh, somehow they, they must have burned my student file. And um, Father Corkery in 10th grade, Russian history. You always knew if Father Corkery was having a good day because when he was having a bad day, he'd come in and he'd go, take out your notes. There was no textbook. This man taught history with no textbook. And it was the most riveting history class I've ever had. God rest his soul. Father Corkery was cool stuff. But some days he loved my class clown act. Some days he hated it. And one day he hated it so bad he just goes, Mr. Kincaid, you think this is a floor show? Get up here. He said, you did the reading assignment last night. You teach. And he proceeded to say, get, get your blank up here. And I had to go to the front of the room, and he proceeded to take my seat. I had read the work. I had read our homework the night before, gone over my notes, and read the passages. He had handed out some passages, like three or four pages to read, and on like a mimeograph paper, back when they had mimeographs. And so I read it, and then I, so, so I was prepared. And I got up there and started to tell the story and started to, about what I read. 
he was getting so pissed that he just started to disrupt the class by making little one little one liners and everything. And I was like, um, uh, "Sir, could we could we could we stop? Do you do you want to teach this class?" I tried to use some of his lines, and he got so frustrated he threw me back to my seat and started to teach again because I was prepared. So I pissed him off. He thought, oh, he's making jokes in the back of the class, but he didn't realize I was completely prepared. I loved my teachers. God bless you all. Anybody who put up with young John, seriously, idiots, idiots having to deal with me. You should have, you should have demanded a pay raise. I love Dabo Sweeney. Uh, I can tell you that every single person that I've ever crossed paths with, who has had personal interaction with Dabo Sweeney, has the exact same response. Genuine. Is sort of the overwhelming message. The coach of Clemson is as good a guy as you think he might be. Now, you might hate him because his football team wins so much. You might hate him because he has built Clemson into a powerhouse that it wasn't. It was a Clemson was a national power for a period of like two or three years in the early 80s. And then they were wandering listlessly many, many times for the next 30 years. Dabo Sweeney has turned them into a powerhouse. And by the way, doing it really, really the right way. But one of the things about being genuine, I guess, is that sometimes you don't, you, you, you get in your own way. You answer questions honestly. Dabo was so upset yesterday. He got defensive about his team after winning the game because he was getting a bunch of questions about, man, your team didn't play well. They were winning by a, a small margin in the third quarter of a game against Syracuse. And they're winning by six points in the third quarter against Syracuse. Dabo Sweeney's getting asked in questions about it after the game, and he's like, what, what are you, what's going on here? We're talking about a win, right? It's a win, right? We won this game, right? And you guys are coming with this negativity. Dabo's the same guy who, as college students are fighting for their rights, college athletes, and trying to get more of a say, more power, uh, more than just the stipend they get now. Dabo Sweeney throws it out there that, well, you know, if college athletes start getting paid, I think I'm done with the college game. Why would I care? There are, there are people that get paid more than me in this business. Right now that I'm full-time unemployed, there are a lot of people who make more than me in this business. What am I saying? But when I was making really, really good money, uh, I never cared that somebody else was making more. And I never cared that somebody else was getting theirs. And I wondered why Dabo Sweeney would be worried about that. Unless he was worried about losing a modicum of control as a college coach by having college players get paid. And what comes with being underachieving? When you underachieve in a game, and yesterday, look, whether Dabo wants to hear it or not, they underachieved. You're up by by six to Syracuse in the third quarter of a football game, and you're Clemson? You're underachieving that game. And it's okay to be called out on it. 855-212-4CBS. Larry in South Bend joins us. Larry, good morning. You're on the John Kincaid Show. 
They're playing some defense up there in South Bend, or the offenses stink? What, what, is, what is it? Well, a couple of things. Yeah, Notre Dame looked uh, really impressive after scoring 12 against Louisville. But defensively, but, they look really fantastic. They but really what, I really, what I really want to talk about, if it's okay, I'm a proud 1984 graduate of Indiana. You and, should be proud of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if it wasn't for this virus, man, they would have been hanging from the goalpost yesterday. You know, and I'm listening to the legendary Don Fisher. For like five hours, I invested in this thing, and it was the most exciting and the ugliest game I ever, ever, ever witnessed. But it was, it was great. You know, we knock off the number eight team in the country. And, you know, this is after getting 50 yards of total offense in the first half. And so, you know, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Minnesota, we won eight games last year. We went to the Gator Bowl, barely missed that. We're going to come and get those guys someday. I love, yeah. I, love, I love hearing your enthusiasm for it, but Larry, I'm going to derail you for a second. You were on Indiana's campus during the season on the Brink era. I was. I, I can't, what, by the way, John Feinstein, who doesn't care for me much, uh, John doesn't like me much anymore, uh, but uh, he is one of, my, one, of my all, one of my all-time, if I have, if I have five fingers, he's one of my all-time favorite authors. He's, he's freaking amazing. It's the uh, only what, book I've ever read twice. Guess what? I think I've read it six times. Yeah. Honestly, I think I've read it six times. It's so amazing. Love it. How, how was it to live that? Oh, to, to have Coach Knight be your coach. Everybody yes. loved him. Everybody I mean, loved seriously. him. He was, a, he was a father figure to 32,000. Know? What an era, man. Thank you, Larry. I got to run. But that was awesome. Yeah, John doesn't like me much. Anthony, do you still talk to John? Uh, talk to he, him, right? We sent uh, emails for, uh, two months ago was the last okay. time. Well, you tell him you tell him I love him if you cross paths again. I should uh, take this clip and I'll email it to him. He's a great guy. He's a, he's a freaking cool. He is one of my. If I got five fingers, I don't. You know what? I don't even get to. I don't even get to finger four without without getting to John Feinstein. I don't get to finger four, and that doesn't mean that I stop on the middle finger. I know what people are thinking right now. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's one of the best, best authors I've, I've ever read. John doesn't care for me much. It, it breaks my heart. Maybe you can mend that fence. I'll bring Maybe you, you two back fence. together. Yeah, you can do that. He really wants to hear from you, even if he doesn't always act like it. Call the John Kincaid Show now at 855-212-4CBS. Who are you going to call? John Kincaid. Uh, is it a violation, Anthony, if I tell you that I did not think this movie was funny? Oh, come on. It's hysterical. I did not like it. Oh, this is a great movie. And I love, love Bill Murray. Ghostbusters. I love Bill Murray. Love Bill Murray. And love, Dan Aykroyd. Lo, yeah, Love Stripes. Well, Dan Aykroyd, part of the part of the Blues Brothers, which is one of my all-time, all-time favorites. That's very good. Oh my gosh, one of my all-time favorites. Uh but Bill that vehicle for him. Stripes. Caddyshack. I mean, even Groundhog Day, which I still think I will put Groundhog Day. I in. love Groundhog Day. One of my favorite romantic movie. comedies ever. Okay, 
And that to me is a ch- okay. You agree with me then? I didn't bring this up to you. Had an argument with one of my friends that that's that's a chick flick. Groundhog Day is a chick flick. It's a it's a really good movie. It's a good movie. It's an Andy McDowell, right? Andy McDowell, yeah, brunette, yes. You know I like brunettes, especially if my wife's listening right now, which I know she isn't. She's not listening. Andy McDowell, man, she's cute. She's cute. Uh, by the way, you never watched NYPD Blue, right? I have seen episodes. I haven't seen okay. everything, but I've okay. seen episodes. Do you remember Kim Delaney? Yeah. From NYPD Blue. She's just joined the cast of General Hospital. She's a big Eagles fan. So we're going to have to get Kim Delaney on the show at some point. Uh, but uh, she's just joined the cast of General Hospital, and she's re- she's taking over the role that Demi Moore started her career with on GH of Jackie Templeton. And I got to tell you, still looks really good. Still looks really good. Demi Moore still looks really good, too. Demi Moore does, too. She was uh, very talented. One of the many talented actors and actresses to come out of Port Charles, New York. There she is. Paul in Charlotte joins us on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Paul, good morning to you, and I appreciate your call. Oh, good morning to you. Thanks so much for taking my call. Hey, uh, just one thing real quick. Uh, Big fan of our... uh, Charlotte, uh, UNC, Charlotte 49ers. And if you want to see a coach that's up and coming, remember the name Will Healy. Uh, the UNC Charlotte 49ers have won seven of their last eight Conference USA games. They beat uh, Texas El Paso yesterday. Charlotte didn't even have a football program seven years ago, so I think that our coach Will Healy is going to be someplace Paul, big really soon. Paul, and you heard it Will, first. Where is Will from? Because I know the name. What, uh, like, Will had a whole bunch of... I, I don't know off the top does of my head. Does he have SEC? Does he have? Well, we'll have to Google him and take a look at him because uh, I know that there's somebody. There is at least one or two people in my life that have told me about Will Healy. That yeah, I and um, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm ignorant. I'm sorry to be ignorant on the 49ers, uh, even though I am a an, a an American Athletic Conference fan. But uh, great job. So what do you got yeah, for me today? Well, uh, I wanted to mention about uh, parents and uh, um, you mentioned um, earlier, really kind of was very touching and i just wanted to call about um my dad passed away about a year ago and uh i think about you know our life in sports and everything and uh i just remember my dad took me to uh i'm originally from buffalo new york my dad took me to the very first buffalo saber game ever in 1970 really i still, I still remember floyd smith took the opening face off against john belleville a couple of years later we went to the 1975 stanley cup Against my, at the time, Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers, and I remember standing there in Game 6 while the Flyers, uh, Bobby Clark and Moose DuPont and everybody else skated around Buffalo's ice with the cup. But then the next year, in 1976, the Buffalo, play, the Buffalo Sabres played the Soviet wings. The best teams from the Soviet Union came over and played against the, Sa- the Sabres and uh, against, the, uh, against the Flyers. And that was the game that v- Victor Tikhanov took his team off the ice because they were too Yeah, because Ed Van Imp. That was because yep. Ed Van Imp, um, you know, he thought it was too rough. The Russians but, ran and, and hid, which is good. But, so, but uh, um, um, my dad, you know, we took the, we went to the old Formula One. I'm a big race fan. We went to the old Formula One back in the '70s at Watkins Glen, and then we went to like um, games at Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Toronto. And those um, are those are great memories, Paul. I appreciate it. Those are great memories. 
And I'm glad to have them with Betty, too. We used to, back in the day, when I worked for the Flyers, uh, when I was a young kid out of, in, in college and then right out of college, working for the Philadelphia Flyers coaching staff, uh, Mike Keenan was the coach of the Flyers. And they would have a Saturday afternoon game that was like Parents' Day, where you got to bring your parents to an afternoon game and then there'd be like a little luncheon, some food and everything like that. So my mom came down, and I think my Aunt Doris came with her because I had two tickets, and my Aunt Doris came with her. And um, so we come down. So, Anthony, they, Mike Keenan gets my mom's seats right behind the, the, the goal at the one end of the ice, like right, right, next, right behind the goal. She was like pretty much right over the shoulder of the person running the, uh, the goal lamp that lights the lamp in the little box, so the goal judge. And the pucks are slamming off the glass during warm-ups. And she says, man, she's like sort of flinching. I said, Mom, it's not going to hit you. The, the puck's not going <laughs> to hit you. And wouldn't you know, in the second period of the game, <laughs> the glass shattered. Oh, wow. <laughs> the game she's sitting there. She was like three rows back, and the glass shattered. And they had a long delay where they had to replace it and everything. And she said to me, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, but, uh, coach Keenan is absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. There you go. Uh, JB in Louisville joins us. JB, you're on the John Kincaid show, CBS sports radio. Hey man, I got to call in every Sunday because the fact of the matter is that you, uh, connect with, with me within your first three sentences. Uh, my real name is Ignatius. So, you know, what upbringing was, but for the last 20 years I've preached, that there is a supreme being, and I believe that supreme being is good. And uh, so we're polar opposites. My mom died. Uh, we're about the same age. My mom died when I was uh, 13 of a brain aneurysm. But it, my, my dad raised me and my uh, five brothers. We all graduated from college, if that tells you what any kind of man he was. So I just wanted to preface my comments with that. Thank you so much, and, and I, uh, appreciate your, I appreciate your kindness. But uh, the baseball thing is uh, – yeah, we love it when uh, the small payroll teams beat the uh, big payroll teams. And uh, anybody that hadn't been watching Tampa Bay and didn't think they had a chance is, is really, really not. And we love underdogs in sports, and that's why I listen to your show. Um, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. your mom, man. Thank you very God much, you. buddy. God bless you, too. Thank you so much. I bet the professor's going to hammer out another email to me, Anthony. It's going to be another email from the professor. Your constant talk about God is really offending me. I'm like, yes, we do so much God talk on the show. Yeah, we really, we really, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. There are horrible people out there. Uh, I asked you earlier, Anthony, did, is there a chance that Dallas loses today to the Washington football team? I mean, honestly, is there, is there a chance that, is there a chance they lose this game? I think there might be a chance. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. Things aren't going well in Dallas right now. You brought up something to me that, um, by the way, I will not claim to have 2020 hindsight. In fact, my vision is obviously blocked probably by my butt cheeks the, the, the way I'm going right now because, I mean, I had the Minnesota Vikings winning the Super Bowl. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's Against hard. the Buffalo Bills. So at least okay. you have the Bills maybe. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> the Bills and the Vikings. 
But I applauded the Dallas Cowboys hiring of Mike McCarthy. And Mike McCarthy, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys look lost. They look lost. I mean, if you saw that report from Jane Slater this week, NFL Network, citing that the team's players aren't either happy with or buying into McCarthy's coaching style. so Okay, I, I'm going to say this about them. Whoever is the the whiny little Bichons. Well, then McCarthy said this week he responded by saying they should have handled it like men, so I'm not sure how well that went over either. <laughs> well, but but is McCarthy wrong for saying that? No. I mean, seriously, you don't do that. If you've got a, if you have a gripe with someone, and you are a grown man, now many times the Dallas Cowboys, I guess, have problems drafting them or signing them. <laughs> but I would suggest if you're a grown man, don't you take it up with the grown man eye to eye? Don't you do that? I mean, seriously, don't you do that? I mean, it's, I would think that that's what you do. And to me, this is a to me this is is borderline crazy town. That you're ready to bail on your head coach that early on. You're ready to trash him publicly. You're you're talking to Jane Slater. You're getting you know, whispers out of the locker room. For God's sakes, is this like the the high school lunch table, or is this a professional football team? Now, don't get me wrong. Watching the Dallas Cowboys struggle. Watching Dallas implode upon itself is honestly one of the greatest joys in life. And after a 2020 that's been really, really crappy, I'm figuring this is God's little way. Oh, there I did. I said it again. It's God's little way of saying, look, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to toss you something. Watching Daniel Jones trip himself the other night was seriously. That was one of those those moments, too. That was one of those moments. And think about it. If Daniel Jones had scored that touchdown, if he had just run like, not like Forrest Gump, because he was so fast, but he trips himself. If he didn't waste that extra time and they had to waste extra time, they would have had more time potentially at the end of the game if the Eagles had taken the lead to go on down there, get a field goal and win the game. So he cost them twice. All right, coming up, I want to know where we go from here. After we turn the page on 2020, where do we go from here in sports? Because it's getting complicated. Second hour of the John Kincaid Show comes your way next. Welcome aboard CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.